Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Technical Foul Podcast. My name is Ruin Shunker, your host. This week I've got an incredible guest. Hayden House sat down with me and we talked about a lot of things. We talked about some college hoops. He's a huge UNC fan. We talked about his team, Potomac Falls. We talked about where he's going to go to college, Shepherd University. And, you know, in the middle, we sprinkled in a little bit of fun stuff. We played a few games, asked him a few rapid-fire questions, and we talked a lot about coaching and some deep basketball X's and O's talk. So it's a great conversation. We've got timestamps so you can jump around to wherever you need to go. As always, don't forget this podcast is produced by the Loco Sports Podcast Network. Let's get you to the interview with Hayden right now. I'm joined by the first ever guest on the podcast, Potomac Falls senior golfer and basketball player, Hayden Haas. Hayden, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. All right, first off, congratulations on your huge win over Dominion uh, two nights ago, 79-61. That's the last time you'll ever play Dominion. What's it like to play a rival like that, and then how does it feel to beat them? Um, it's, it's a pretty big rivalry around here, especially with some of the stuff that's going on, people spray spaying the rocks and, and the schools. So we really wanted to come out and kind of play really good and because last the first time we played them the first game of the season we we didn't play great we had a really good third quarter which kind of helped depict the way the game ended up and we really felt like some of the Dominion kids thought they had a really good shot to beat us and we just wanted to come out and prove that they couldn't play with us on the same court and that we're probably the best team in the county. That's pretty interesting. When I told people I'd be interviewing you, a few of them told me a few stories they had to ask you about. First one, it looks like that when you played in AAU, you hit a g- game winner over Jeremy Roach. Tell me about that. Uh, so there was this uh, winter league. It was out in Winchester. So it was kind of like just you played on Saturdays. You played every other Saturday. You played two games. And most of the teams up there weren't really that good, so it wasn't really that competitive for us. But there were two teams out there that were really good. The Winchester Rising Stars has a lot of the Hanley kids, and Hanley's been really good over the last few years. And the Leesburg Basketball Club, which included like Will Page, Jeremy Roach from Paul Six, and Chuck Harris out at. Uh, I think he's out at Gonzaga. So they're really good. So anytime we'd play one of those two teams, it was a big game for us. And usually, Leesburg Basketball Club would hand it to us. But one night in particular, we played them. And I think the final score ended up 37 to 36. And I hit a shot with about uh, two minutes and 30 seconds left. And that proved to be the game winner. No one else scored after that. What do you think of Jeremy Roach's playing style? Oh, man, he, he's really come along. He's really proven himself to be one of the best basketball players and point guards in the country. He really, um, back then, he wasn't that much of a shooter. He would just kind of get to the basket, and he's really improved his shooting game, and he's proven to be a big part of what Paul Six does and how they're one of the best teams in the country. So I've also heard something about this Broadway tournament. What does that mean to you? Oh, man, the, the Broadway tournament for us is kind of a chance, like at the beginning of the season, we're kind of – trying to bond well as as a group and a lot of teams around this area they just they'll just play local tournaments it's kind of like a tournament to kick off the mm-hmm. the basketball season and we like to go away and it's a great team bonding time um, we, uh, after our first game on Friday night we go out to dinner as a team and I really enjoy that and be able to stay at a hotel overnight with your your teammates it's really cool and every Saturday morning we get to go to a practice we with practice and then we go out, eat lunch together, and then one of the mo- one of the coolest moments I think is we get to go watch Bridgewater play. Mm-hmm. So we got to go watch Bridgewater play this year. I think they played um, they played Frostburg, Frostburg State, and 
they didn't win, but it was a really good game. It came down to the, the end. They had a three-point at the three-point shot at the end. It didn't fall, but it was a great atmosphere and it was really enjoyable. So, do you have any specific memories from the tournament? Um, like any good stories? Oh, I got a really good story uh, from last year. All right. So last year it was kind of like my first first year on varsity, and it was kind of like I was kind of trying to adjust to the more the varsity level opposed mm -hmm. to JV and freshman. And me and this kid named Adrice, he was my roommate. Like we had two a roommate, so he was my roommate in my room. And um, uh, instead of bringing toothpaste, I brought cortisone cream. Oh man! <laughs> so. Uh, my man, my friend Adrice, he didn't even have a he didn't have a toothbrush, so he put the cortisone cream on his hand and was brushing his teeth with uh. cortisone cream on his hand, and he didn't even notice it. Yes. He didn't even notice it was cortisone cream, but as soon as I put it in my mouth, I knew I knew something wasn't right. So I was under the faucet, and he was in the bathtub, and we were just <laughs> trying to get that disgusting taste out of our mouths. All right, so your dad has won two state titles. How old were you for both of them? Uh, for the first state title, I was in third grade, and the second one, I was in fourth grade. So just tell me, what is it like at the atmosphere? Like, on the game, on the day of the state finals, what was it like? Oh, man, it, it's really awesome being in an atmosphere like that, especially the second year. The second year was our second year there, and there was probably 5,000, 6,000 people there, and especially the student section, we had at least... 250 kids to about probably 400 kids that were there that night and especially how we won both of them the first one we won in double overtime 69-64 so the atmosphere was was pretty incredible and the sec the second one we won practically at the buzzer Pete Semino hit a shot with about three seconds left and they didn't have any timeout so they couldn't even really end inbound the ball and just being there knowing that hopefully someday I would get to be a part of something like that it, it was really cool so right after the game ends, you're in the stands and you're looking at your dad and he's just won maybe the biggest achievement of his life. Take me through that moment. You know, I'm really proud of him. A lot of people, they uh, underestimate the stuff that he does, all the scouting he puts into it, always writing up his practices. And I was just really proud of him. You know, I know he worked so hard to get to that point. And just to see him success on such a great level, it was, it was awesome. Excluding anyone from the team right now, who's the best Potomac Falls player you've ever seen play? You know, we've had such a rich history, such a lot of great players. Um, probably the probably uh, the best one I've ever seen play is Lucas Mihailovic. Uh, he was a guard back on both of our state title teams, and he was just such a leader on the court and off the court. At practice, he would always get everyone hype, and no one could really slack off because if they were, then he'd be on them. And he's kind of the reason why I wear number 33 because growing up watching him wearing 33, I always wanted to be like him. So he's he was probably one of my greatest motivating factors to be the player that I, that I am today. So what to you makes a good leader? A good leader has to be some they, – they have to play with energy. Like you can't not play with energy and then get on somebody because mm -hmm. they're not playing with energy. And you have to speak up. Mm -hmm. you, you can't, like, you have to know all the plays. You have to know all the sets. You can't be getting mad at somebody when they don't know the sets, when you don't know all of them. And it's just someone that picks everyone up. Someone that, you know, wants to win, like, as bad as I do. And they'll do anything that it takes to win. So 
definitely somebody has to be the vocal, the vocal leader of the team. And yeah. So uh, on your team right now, who would you say is the leader? Um, I would say that I'm I'm a big mm -hmm. I'm a big leader, and we also got another senior, uh, Connor Birch. Connor Birch. Me and him probably are the most vocal leaders mm -hmm. on the team this year. So you think it's a mix of leading by example, but also speaking up when the moment is right? Oh yeah, it, yeah. It, it's definitely a mix of the two. All right, so moving away from basketball for a short bit, you've committed to play college golf at Shepherd University. What factored into that decision? Um, I really like that it's pretty close. Um, it's only like an hour away, so anytime I want to com come home and be with my family, I can. And they have a really good education program because I want to grow up to be a teacher and also a basketball coach like my dad. And probably the greatest factor was Coach Ingram. Um, I really started to get a really good relationship with him. And I feel like with a coach and a player relationship, I feel like that has to be strong. So that was definitely one of the biggest factors for me. Golf's a really individual game, which separates it from basketball. How does that influence the way you act because you're on the golf team, mm -hmm. but it's not really a team because yeah. you're not out there with three other guys who are with you. It's yeah. you and sometimes it's a caddy, uh -huh. right? It's you against the course, right? Yeah. It's, so how's it, that different? It, it's it's really different because basketball, it's so competitive. It's such so team-oriented, um, but golf, it's, it's it's all you. It's all on your own. And like If you make a mistake, you can't blame it on somebody else. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's on you. And just... I like that I can play two different sports because uh -huh. um, I really like I really like to be competitive. I would say I'm a really competitive guy, and that's kind of why I like golf because it's all about competitiveness. You're out there. It's usually you're out there with three other kids from three different schools, and you're just battling battling it out between them. And with uh, with golf, it, it's also a team sport. Like like you're trying to win as a team, but. It's definitely not the same as basketball. Yeah, so you said you wanted to be a teacher. What makes you want to be a teacher? Um, just growing up, with my both my parents are teachers, and I really like the life that my dad lives. I feel like he's given me a great life, and I kind of like to, it's because in order to be a basketball coach, you have to be a teacher, right, right. pretty much. So that's one of the most motivating factors. And yeah that's, yeah, that's pretty much why I want to be a teacher. All right, so let's dive into the X's and O's a little bit. If you're a basketball coach, you're running Independence High School's basketball team now, mm -hmm. then you won in Loudoun County. What type of offensive system are you running? Offensive system, I'll probably stick with uh, what we run at Potomac Falls. A uh, little, well, we have man-to-man -man offense, which we call 20, and zone-to-zone -zone offense, which is called 50. So I'd probably keep it the same. So go. So for those of us who didn't grow up with a basketball coach, go into what that means, the man-to-man -man offense, zone-to-zone -zone defense. Well, a man-to-man -man offense, it's you're trying to – you're trying to get open looks, right, but right. it's against man, mm -hmm. man defense. So it's a little different than how you would kind of construct your way around a zone defense. Mm -hmm. So when you say the 50 offense, what does that mean? Uh, it's a lot of times. 50 means like the flashing bigs. Mm -hmm. So like when you're running a 2-3, like a, against a 2-3 zone, uh, you need someone in the middle. Right. So like when we're swinging it around the court, kind of a knife system. So like... If I'm on the left side, left side of the court, we have to a big on the block. But if I swing it around to the right side, that big that's on that block has to shoot up into the middle. Mm -hmm. While the guy who was in the middle now shoots down to the other. Got block. it. Got it. Uh -huh. All right. So you, I don't know if you've seen this, but the NBA there's a huge focus now called Mori Ball, meaning that you take the most efficient shots, which is either layups, dunks, or three pointers. Mm -hmm. Would you go into more like that, or would you try sticking to more traditional? Um, I would definitely try to stick with more traditional. Yeah. I I feel like. 
traditional basketball is a better way to go. And I really, I don't pay t- much attention to the NBA. Uh-huh. So I'm more of a college-based guy in high school. So I, I like the three-point shot, but I feel like it's kind of getting taken out of hand, especially with, with a lot of younger athletes. All They, they like watching Steph Curry. Right, right. He, all he does is shoot threes. So I think I try to stick more with getting the twos before I get the threes. Mm-hmm. So when you say the twos, do you mean like mid-range jumpers or are you trying to get right uh, to the hoop? Uh, it, it's got to be a mix of both. Yeah. You got to get to the hoop, but if you got an open mid-range, like 15-footer, then go ahead and then stick go ahead it. And take it. Yeah. All right. Um, so, what is your handicap right now in golf? Uh, my handicap's right around a three. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really impressive. And then on the pro tour, what's who's your favorite guy to watch? Oh, uh, I like Tiger. You like Tiger? I like Tiger. That's because, my guy. Yeah. Once again, he plays with such great energy, and yeah. I feel like you have to play with energy or you're not playing the game the right way i've always said this the greatest thing in sports to me will always be seeing tiger walk with that red shirt on uh, the last on, day on, on the last yep. green on the last round in some major especially the masters uh, especially this year like he kind of has brought yeah. his game back yeah. it was really and it's, a, it's so it's so great for the game of golf because when, whenever tiger woods is involved there's so the ratings get up right, on TV right. and so many more people are interested in the game which is huge for the game of golf I mean is there any other athlete that has that kind of draw um like I, I can't think of any maybe other Lebr- maybe LeBron like LeBron but if, even if LeBron goes away like the NBA is still gonna have a lot of people yeah, watching uh-huh. it like the viewership's gonna drip like uh drop not uh-huh. drip drop a little bit but it's not gonna be like huge but if yeah. Tiger goes I mean it's just like yeah, night and day is, it's like golf a difference is not the same without Tiger yeah, that's, I mean that's impressive alright I've got a game for you quickly. I've heard that you've got an incredible memory, all right? I got a pretty good memory. Yeah. So, and I know that you're a huge UNC basketball fan. Huge, yep. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a game, and I'm going to, I have the basketball reference page for the UNC 2011 basketball team, and we're going to have you name as many players from that team as you can. We'll see how far you can go, all right? Okay. All right, start. Uh, Was Larry Drew on that team? Let's see. Larry Drew is not on this team, no. Reggie Bullock? Yes, he is. Reggie Bullock. That's one. Um, John Henson? That is two. Ed Davis? Ed Davis is not on this team. 2012. Um, See, uh, that was like one of the years right after our national championship team, Uh so we were a little down that year. Um, I'll give you a you want a hint yeah give me give me a few hints one of these guys is currently playing for the Mavericks if that helps at all small forward how about that he got drafted pretty high Harrison Barnes that is three all right oh I think that's the year we lost to Kentucky in the lead eight ah that might have been Kendall Marshall yeah that's another one that's four Let's think of a big man, big very man. common last name, like a Plumley, but his brother went to Indiana. Oh, Tyler Zeller. That's five. All right. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is all I know. I got nothing else. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move on. That's five. All right. Let's. We're gonna play something called the rapid fire round now. Okay. I'm gonna ask you a question. You got to answer within five seconds. All right. Okay. Here we go. What's the best flavor of ice cream? What? What's the best flavor of ice cream? Uh, chocolate. Chocolate. That's best choice right there. <laughs> Favorite musician or music group? Uh, I like Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert. You like Uzi? Yeah, oh, yeah, I like Uzi, man. Yeah, I Anyone get a lot else? of crap for liking them. Huh? What? You get a lot of crap for liking yeah, Uzi? Yeah, because my playlist is pretty much all Uzi. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite album that he's done? Um. 
because for me it's got to be like uh, Louisie vs. the World yeah I like that one yeah that's Louis a good Louis one Louisie vs. the World I like the song uh, Now mm. I Do What I Want that, yeah. ass, that, that, that song slaps right there I like uh, Money Longer that's, that's a good one like Sauce It Up yeah oh, that's, Sauce that's It Up that's a nice yeah, one right yeah. there alright if you had to pick one teammate from your current team uh, to be on a deserted island with you and you had to get back which one are you picking and you can't pick Landon um I'd probably take my man, Connor Birch. Connor Birch? Yeah. Not going to take Ian? Nah, I mean... Listen, I'm taking the 6-7 Giant any day. <laughs> yeah, I'm t I'd probably take Birch with me because we work really well together. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I, he's funny, so mm -hmm. I'd have to have someone that would right, right. keep me engaged. I mean, it's you and the other guy at the <laughs> yeah. island. I, it's going to be pretty lonely there every now and then. All right. Throughout your, every year that you've played basketball, who's the toughest guy you've ever guarded? Toughest guy I've ever guarded... Like at the time, or like how good they are now? At the time. At the time. Like at the time, like you're playing the game, you're like, oh my god, how am I gonna stop this guy? <laughs> it's probably Jeremy Roach. Jeremy Roach? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not the quickest, and mm -hmm. like, and he could shoot. So yeah. When you're when you're playing someone who's quick and can shoot, it's like, well, I'm not gonna play back on him, right? Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. gonna stick it. Or if I get up on him, then he's just gonna go right by me. And you can't be like too aggressive. Like one yeah. thing you can do is like try to like get, go for the ball, but uh -huh. I mean, if you foul, I mean, next thing you know, you're out of the game. Yeah. All right, let's talk about UNC a little bit more. You run a Twitter account, a fan account, oh, yeah. UNC hoops. Tell me mm -hmm. how that start. Um, it kind of just came out of blue. I was sitting in the study hall one day, and I didn't have any homework or mm -hmm. anything, and I was just thinking. I like I'm always on Twitter and I see all Same these here. count I see all these counts. I follow a bunch of UNC news news accounts. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I just go ahead and make one? And so that's kinda how it got started. Who's like the coolest follow you've ever gotten for the account? Um uh we just pick up we picked up a recruit uh this summer, his name's Armando Bacot and he liked he liked he liked the tweet that I put out, so that's I, cool, that was man. pretty cool. Yeah. What was like your reaction when that happened? Oh, I was I was really excited. He was like yeah. one of the first ones to like it too. Really? So I was really pumped. That's cool. Did you tag him in the tweet? Uh, I did. Yes, yeah. I did tag him. All right. So, what do you think of Duke this year? You got the three freshmen: Zion, Cam Reddish, R.J. Barrett. Personally, I think Zion's going to go number one mm -hmm. in the draft. Uh, R.J. Barrett probably takes a little bit too much shots for my leg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he is a stud, though. Yeah. Duke Duke's got four studs, and they're all freshmen. So they got the Trey fourth Jones. one is Trey Jones. Yeah, they got like Trey him. Jones, Cam Reddish, R.J. Barrett, and Zion Williamson, who's just he's just an insane athlete. I really haven't even seen anyone like him on the basketball floor. Um, but there's some problems like down late in the game if they get in foul trouble, mm -hmm. their bench isn't typically that strong, and especially with the uh, injuries. If one of those four goes down, that right. totally changes the dynamic of their team. So for order them to be successful, they have to remain healthy and stay out of foul trouble. I mean, another thing is they got to decide who's going to take shots at the end of games, yeah. man. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I think it was against Gonzaga. Against, against Gonzaga. RJ Barrett just started jacking shots. shots. Yep. And, I mean, listen, you got Zion on the block, uh -huh. man. The dude's like 6'7", 280. Yeah, he's I like mean, <laughs> give the insane. big man the ball and let him work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. Here's the, here's the biggest question I'm going to the most important question. Are you ready? Is Zion Williamson... Thick or fat? Oh, he's definitely thick. He's not fat at all. He's not fat? No. He's really? Not fat. You sure? No, he's just an insane athlete. Yeah, he's, I mean, but that's a big man. He's 6'7". 6'7", 285. That's, that's insane. For, for the way he jumps and the way 
the way he jumps, mm -hmm. he's got like a 45 inch vertical and he weighs 285 pounds. It's insane, man. He's like a truck. It doesn't make sense. Like I see him get off the, and it looks like he's like on a trampoline. I know, it, it, it's crazy. Like I, I like, I always saw like the highlight videos and I'm like, I, okay, all he can do is dunk. Yeah. Like, and then you see him, he's got like such nice footwork. Mm -hmm. He's got like, his shot's not like the prettiest shot in mm -hmm. the world, but it goes in. Yeah, it's effective. Yeah, it's, it's nice and smooth. It's got a nice release. Yeah, I mean, that I just, that one dunk he had versus uh, Eastern Michigan earlier in the year. Yeah. It was a, a lot. His mm -hmm. head was literally. I mean, like I've seen that with like LeBron. High level with the rim. Like, yeah. like that's the only guy I've ever seen do that is LeBron. And I mean, that was incredible. Yeah, right. And a lot of people compare him to LeBron. Uh -huh. Like, he's not athletic wise. He's on. He's on LeBron's level, but skillful wise, he needs. He needs yeah. to improve on yeah. a few things I mean, to get towards that level. I don't think anyone's yeah. on LeBron's level in terms yeah. of skill and size combined. But I also think that Zion's more equipped to play the four than LeBron is. Right? Yeah. He's bigger than LeBron. He, he's probably. He's heavier. Yeah, he's heavier. He's, he's probably about the same height wise. Yeah, I think LeBron's yeah. like six nine ish, and this guy's like six yeah. seven. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's more equipped. He's gonna play like four in the uh -huh. NBA. Uh, who's your under the radar team right now in college basketball? Tennessee. 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 Yeah, I like them, man. Um, they got a really good big man in Grant Williams, and they got a new star that's emerging. He's had thirty and twenty nine his last two games. Admiral Schofield. Yeah, Schofield's really nice. He's been he's been playing some really good ball lately. What about Gonzaga? They looked at the beginning of the year like they were going to take that number one spot, and then now I think after they've they, got after what, their, two losses uh, now. They got two losses. Yeah, now. they lost to Tennessee and obviously North Carolina, yesterday, right. which was a huge win for us. Um, they're kind of work. They haven't been playing real great defense. They yeah. started out the year playing pretty good defense, and I saw a statistic uh, today after their Arizona game, which was in the Maui Invitational. They're giving up on average eighty-two and a half points a game, and especially at that level, that's not. Nah, you cut can't it. do that. But they have they have one of their best big men out right now. His name's Killian Tilly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was a dominating factor last year, and I think he suffered a toe injury. Mm -hmm. So he'll be coming back soon. That's going to give him a huge boost. What do you think of the guy? I can't pronounce his name. Like Hachimura. Rui Hachimura. He's, yeah. yeah, he's a really good. He's, he's really a really good. good basketball player. Uh, he can step out and shoot the three. He he's a he's a big man, mm -hmm. and he can do he can score in a variety of different ways. And he's a huge presence on the defensive end with blocks. And he's a really good overall player. So you think that once Tilly and Hachimura are playing together, it's going to be that's that's going to be a tough that's gonna be tough. What about Indiana? I mean, I've been watching Indiana because I'm a huge Romeo Langford mm -hmm. guy. You like Romeo Langford? I think he's really. Yeah. He's just got that smooth mm -hmm. game, and he's not playing. He he looks big enough like he could play the small forward, but he's playing yeah. the two right now. Yeah. And I just love his game. It's so smooth. Yeah. It, I haven't I haven't got a chance to watch much of Indiana mm -hmm. this year, but yesterday I played Butler. Yeah. In the uh, I think like Indiana Crossroads Classic, mm -hmm. and I got a chance to see the end of the game, mm -hmm. and it was probably like 20 seconds left, top of all game, 68-68, and the whole. You could tell all Indiana wanted to do was have Romeo Langford take that last yep. shot, and Butler was all over him. So it, it ended up being some guy that I've never even heard of. <laughs> he pulled like a 35-foot three-point shot at the buzzer, and he drilled it. Uh, it was a big win for them. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the best thing about college basketball. Like, more than the huge freshmen coming in mm -hmm. and how, you know, they're insanely good, and they're insanely talented, no discredit to them. But it's about seeing, like, the seniors coming back for the four years and needing yeah. to win a title, and uh -huh. the next thing you know, they actually get it done. Because a lot of the years in college basketball, all the hype's over the freshmen, but usually in the end, especially in the NCAA tournament, experience is what it gets right, done. Right, right. I don't know if you saw this, but there was one guy who was doing his rankings for the AP poll, and he didn't put Duke on there. He didn't put a lot of teams that people would expect on there, and he was asked about it, obviously. Mm -hmm. Why? And what his point was is that these teams haven't played any road games yet. Oh, yeah. They've only played neutral. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, definitely, especially in college basketball, um, the home atmosphere, it's definitely a lot. 
more challenging, especially than the NBA. Like, mm -hmm. if you're going to somebody's building, uh, it's definitely a lot more challenging than, say, a road game in the NBA. And I saw a statistic. Duke will not play a true road game. So there's things called neutral road games right, where right. you play at a neutral site. So it's not home, but it's not away. Uh, Duke is going to be the last team in college basketball to play a true road game. They, don't, they won't play a true road game two months into the season. That's so they're definitely going to have to figure out a way to you know, win on the road once they get to that point. What's the most hostile road atmosphere you've ever been at? Like the place you go in and you're thinking, oh man, I don't know if our bus is going to get out of here after the game. Um, last year definitely was at Loudoun Valley. Loudoun Valley? Why? Uh, what, like what makes a great Because uh, they have a great student section. Yeah. And they have a great following because they're definitely mm -hmm. one of the better programs in Loudoun County. And it was their first home game coming off of their state championship. Right. Uh, we were 3-0 and and they were 1-0. and. It was just it was a great atmosphere because especially the first home game after a state title mm -hmm. they had pretty much almost everyone returning mm -hmm. so they were expecting for another huge year and we ended up losing that game but it was one of the greatest atmospheres that I've ever played in so which one do you like more do you like playing at home and then you know winning there and seeing your fans react mm -hmm. to be able to celebrate with them or going on the road having everyone against you it's just you and your team versus the world and then you get to shut up all the fans that are there and which one do you prefer um, I like a mix of both, uh -huh. but I'd probably rather win at home with yeah. our fans backing. Um, in the recent years, the Panther Pit, you know, our, our student section mm -hmm, yeah. is one of the probably one of the best in the county. It's been down a little bit mm -hmm. uh, this year. Um, why? Why is that? I'm not sure. Like our teams probably haven't been as good as those state title teams. Right. Like the Panther Pit back in the state title teams were amazing. You've had you'd have 150 to 200 kids there, mm -hmm. home or away. Right. Um, I'd say it's probably because we're a little down lately. We had, I mean, we've had really good seasons. We're still winning the conference championships yeah, pretty much right. every other year. But um, it's about taking the next step. Yeah, uh, I think this year's team has a chance to do that. Yeah. So our game Friday night is probably one of the biggest pit we've had in six or seven years. Against Dominion. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean both, that's a rivalry game. Yeah, both both student sections were really good, and I I kind of feed off of that energy when uh -huh. I'm playing. So I liked playing that home game against Dominion. It was fun. All right, so we talked about Duke. They've got those three stud freshmen, largely expected to be contending for the national mm -hmm. championship. UNC and Duke play on February 20th. What do you think about that game right now? Uh, we're at Cameron, right? I think so. I think yeah. we're at, yeah, we play at Duke first this year, so that that's going to be a test. Mm -hmm. Especially those North Carolina Duke games are always good games. But man, our like we're we've got we're a mix of experience and we got a bunch of young guys that are playing. We probably got about we got two freshmen that play consistently. So that's Little and who's the other? Mr. Little and Kobe White. Kobe White. Kobe, I love Kobe been, White. Yeah, he's been a big point guard for us. So I think that one's going to be tough. I'd probably say we'd have a better chance in our home game the second time around. Uh, that, that's going to be a tough game for us. It's going to be a tough game. All right, let's say they win the game. UNC wins the game. And Luke May has 26 points and 14 <laughs> rebounds. Give me the UNC hoops hate and hot oh, reaction because... Oh, man. We've all seen your uh -huh. videos. They're iconic. <laughs> Just give me the best one you got. Uh, the best one. The best one I have currently was uh, when we beat Duke last year in the mm -hmm. first first time around. Um, it was right here in this basement and. I just started going absolute insane, mm -hmm. and then my dad hops in the video. Right, right, with the, the blanket over hat yeah. on and the blanket over the head, and everyone kind of got a huge reaction out of that. So I just wanted to keep feeding off of those videos, and I definitely got some good ones coming in the future too. All right, can we hear a sample of what would happen if UNC beat Duke this year? 
Um, there would be a big, especially if Luke May goes off, uh -huh. there would be a big heavy dose of the man-child. Yeah. The man-child would be going off that night, and one of my favorite phrases is, down goes the dookies. <laughs> you hear a lot of the down goes the dookies that night. So, outside of UNC, what's your favorite team to watch? Outside of North Carolina, I like watching UVA play. UVA? Because they play a very old style, yeah. traditional style of basketball, and they're not afraid to play defense. Mm -hmm. um, and as a, as a Potomac Falls basketball program, we pride ourselves in defense. So being able to watch a team that plays such fundamental defense like they do, is, it's pretty special to watch. What do you think of DeAndre Hunter? Uh, DeAndre Hunter, he's, he's one of those... Like, UVA, they don't get all the five-star recruits. Uh, he's more typical of your five-star recruit. Yeah. He's probably about 6'7". He can, he can score in a variety of ways. So he, he's really huge for them, and he's probably the player on their team that's most equipped to be a stud in the NBA. One of the guys I love on their team is Kyle Guy. Kyle Guy. I mean, he's he, he's not like the most flashy player, mm -hmm. but he just makes plays. He, he makes plays, especially uh, he can shoot the ball. Mm -hmm. He's one of those guys, like, if he's open and he's shooting the ball, if you're, like, on the oppo opposing side, you're holding your breath. Yeah. <laughs> most of the time, it's going to go in. You're right, right. Uh, any other teams that you're really bullish on? Mm, I think Kansas has a really good team yeah? this year. Um, they're still missing two big men, and they're undefeated, number one ranked team in the country right now. They're missing Oduka Azubuike. He's he's a man down in the paint, and one of their guys. He's got some NCAA infractions. Uh, Sylvia De Sousa. Mm -hmm. If they get both of them back playing, they're going to be really tough to beat. You talked about the NCAA infractions. There's been a lot of talk about that with the scandal happening at Arizona mm -hmm. and then the FBI investigation. What do you think about that? <clears throat> I I think that. Something needs to happen with the NCAA. Uh, I'm not sure about giving players money or so, something. Mm -hmm. Something that has something to do with that because a lot of these schools, you got these freshmen in coming, and they know after one year they're going to the NBA. Right, right. So they're not just going to come to your school. They're not going to go to all their classes and just study hard, knowing one year they're going to be going into the NBA. So I think I think the NBA and NCAA has to work together. Maybe players can go right to uh, the NBA right out of high school again. So you get a more balance. If you want to go to the NBA, you don't really care about college and just go mm -hmm. straight to the NBA. So kids that want to come play in college, they can come play. So you're not interested? You, you, you don't think they should be paying the players? No. No? Um, like, I think the scholarship, that's... That's it? Like, you're going to school for free, basically. Mm -hmm. And... There's definitely benefits towards that. Mm -hmm. All right. Interesting, interesting. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't think so. I think we pretty much hit it all. Yeah, I think this was spectacular. Thank you so much, Hayden. This was great. Good luck for the rest of this year and at Shepherd University. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. The Technical Foul Podcast is brought to you by the Loco Sports Podcast Network. Check out Loco Sports to get all the scores, stories, and information on all the high school teams in Loudoun County. As always, thank you to Neha Raji, the producer of this podcast, and thank you to our listeners. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to The Technical Foul wherever you listen to podcasts, and hit me up with a follow on Twitter at Shankar. That's all for this episode. I'll see you next time.